We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to the Rotor Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, TBTPFL. It's Thursday. It's November 11th. It's 2021. We only have three basketball games to talk about here on today's podcast. We will have the football podcast up today as well. Actually <laughs> recording with Grant right after I get done with this one. So, uh, I mean, this three-game slate for NBA is not the best. Uh, we got three teams on a back-to-back facing teams that are not on back-to-backs. No totals out. A lot of injury news that we're going to be waiting on. Some of the injury news we already have. So, I mean, again, like always, make sure you're paying attention to news throughout the day. But, I mean, there's a lot of news we're going to potentially be looking at. I mean, some of the players from Miami was questionable. They all ended up playing. On Wednesday night, will they all play on the second end of a back-to-back? We know on Toronto, they're going to be sitting some people. And then on Philly's side, we're going to be waiting on news for Seth Curry and Tobias Harris. Um, That that news, um, you know, could play a huge role here. So a lot of stuff that we're going to be paying attention to today. And um, let's get into it. We start with Toronto at Philly. It is a back-to-back for Toronto. We know Birch is not going to play. They said he won't play Wednesday and Thursday with the foot. And then Siakam, they said that he's doubtful to play the second end of a back-to-back, so he shouldn't play in this game as well. On the Philadelphia side of things, Curry's questionable. Embiid is out. Tobias is questionable. Tybal and Simmons is out. So starting here with the Toronto side of things, I mean, this is obviously not a full-strength Philadelphia team. They're not the best defensive team. They're bottom 10 defensive efficiency. So when I'm looking at Toronto, with it being the second end of a back-to-back, I don't mind Van Vliet or OG. All these all these teams are playing on the second end of a back-to-back. Well, three of the six. So, But I think this is a spot we're looking at a guy like Scotty Barnes. He should play really decent minutes in this game. Precious 
should play decent minutes in this game with Birch and Siakam out of this game. So that's kind of where I'm looking at on the Toronto side. I'm looking at some of these value big guys um, with Birch with Birch and Siakam not playing. I mean, Precious played 25 minutes on Wednesday night. Scotty Barnes played 32 minutes. I think Precious has a little bit more ceiling because of the price. Um, but yeah, I mean, again, I think you could take shots on Van Vliet or OG because, I mean, Philadelphia is not a good defensive team. They're going to be without, you know, potentially three, maybe even four guys, like main pieces here. So, I mean, Toronto should be able to keep this game close, if not even win this game. Um, so, I mean, the Philadelphia 76ers have been one of the best teams on offense all season. Their offensive rating is the highest. But with Embiid out, you know, that's obviously going to change. So if Tobias plays, going to the Philadelphia side of things, if Tobias plays here, I think he's super interesting depending if they say he's not going to be restricted. He's 8,800. And I mean, it is a three-game slate, so raw points matter. You're not always looking for, oh, this guy has to 7 or 8x. Um, not on a three-game slate like this. Uh, Drummond, he, you know, price increase. But in the three games without Embiid, he's put up at least 50 fantasy points in all three games. Doc's playing in the minutes. Drummond is fantastic here at 8,600. He's still too cheap. He's not too cheap, but he's very playable um, at, at this price point. If Curry and Tobias sit, Maxi is someone that I really like here at 6,800. Shake Milton is someone that I really like here at 5,600. These guys um, should play a ton of minutes in this game. Cork Maz, he's going to play all the minutes he can handle, minutes, you know, create opportunity. So I don't mind him. And if Tobias ends up sitting, Niang is someone I don't mind taking some, you know, exposure to here. Indiana at Utah, it is a back-to-back for the Pacers. Um, I mean, they said Levert ended up missing Wednesday's game. They said it was like um, a sore sore lower back. Um, But I I think it's pretty clear it was just them being very careful with him on a back-to-back. And, I, I mean, I expect him to play in this game. You know, Brogdon. He was ill, non-COVID illness. Um, and, I, I mean, maybe they're careful with him too, but I don't really want to play play him at this price anyway. It's a tough matchup. Utah, one of the best defensive teams in the league. Sabonis, tough matchup against Rudy Gobert. So, I mean, Levert is someone that I have a ton of interest in here on the Pacers, assuming he plays. But outside of him, I don't really have a ton of interest in this team in general unless some people start um, sitting. On the Utah side of things, Donovan Mitchell leads the NBA in usage this season. He's always someone that I want to look at, and especially on a, a slate like this, um, you know, at 9K. I used John Morant on yesterday's slate to get different. He had a monster game. I'm kind of hoping that, you know, we get the same type of production here. From Mitchell, I mean, it's going to be really interesting to see, like, ownership on some of these studs because we don't have a ton of studs and we're going to have some value here because of the back-to-backs. I don't hate Rudy Gobert. 
um, in tournaments. I think he's okay. He's not my favorite play, but I, I definitely think that you know he could. He has the potential to be the highest scoring raw point center on the slate. Mike Conley, he's okay. I, again, he's someone that I think can get like thirty five. So like on a slate like this, where you're not like, oh, that's not seven x. He doesn't have the ceiling. I don't think this is necessarily one of those spots where you have to be like, oh. I can't play Conley. He's not going to 7X. That's just not one of these slates. So on the Utah side, I would definitely prioritize Mitchell tournament perspective wise, uh, go bear. And then if you want to, you know, play Conley, I think he's an okay play. I think he's pretty safe. We finish it out with Miami at LA taking on the Clippers. It is a back-to-back for Miami. So we'll have to wait and see if, I mean, there was three guys questionable. Bam with a knee um, hero. I think it was a back injury or soreness or something. So we'll have to see if anybody sits on the second end of the back to back. They're currently playing as I'm recording this right now. So, uh, I mean, overall for me on the Miami side, I have a ton of interest in Bam if he plays because at 7,400, he just, this is a matchup he could really, I mean, uh, abuse Zubak and whoever else they try to, you know, put him, put against him here. So I think this is a great spot um, for Bam. And again, as much as like I like Gobert, I just think the Clippers, I mean, they're going to try to go small potentially here. And I mean, Bam's going to get his minutes. So uh, I do like this spot a lot. Outside of him, I mean, Butler and Lowry, they're okay. If everybody plays the prices on these guys, I don't mind taking some tournament exposure or, you know, tournament shots on a guy like Tyler Hero. There's games where he can put up 30 actual points, and, you know, those are the nights that, like, you just you want to have him when he's shooting lights out. So Clippers are a team defensively that ranks in the top three. So this is – I mean, it's a tough back-to-back for everybody, like – Utah's a good defensive team. The Clippers are a good tough good defensive team and um I mean Philadelphia is not a great defensive team. So maybe two of the three, two of the three. Um I mean Miami's a good defensive team too. This game probably like even when we're looking at like pace of play, the Clippers have been playing kind of face and Miami's on the second end of a back-to-back. So like one of the slowest paced teams in the league, Miami Heat might play a little bit faster in this game. So I think that definitely benefits a guy like Tyler Hero, assuming that he plays without any limitations here um, with that back. And then on the Clippers side, I mean, Paul George is one of the studs on this slate. So he's someone that just, I mean, when you're trying to get 50 fantasy points, um, I mean, you're kind of looking at him. You're looking at Mitchell, Sabonis, Drummond, Brogdon. Like, but I mean, Paul George, I I think has the highest ceiling on the slate. You know, he'll have those games where he just, he's on fire and he puts up 65 plus fantasy points. So, I mean, Paul George is someone that I really like here. Uh, Outside of Paul George though, I don't mind, you know, Reggie Jackson, his price is kind of caught up to the production, but he's gone over 30 fantasy points now in four straight games. He's played at least 35 minutes in five straight games. So I don't mind Reggie Jackson here. Nicholas Batum, you know, his minutes have been very consistent 
and the production has been very consistent. He's gone over 30 fantasy points in four of his last five games. So I, I don't mind Nicholas Batum on this slate. Might get lost in the shuffle here. And I think he's a good value play. Terrence Mann on the tournament perspective, I don't mind taking shots on him or a guy maybe like Luke Kennard. Just, you know, just pure I need I need points type of plays. Um, Luke Kennard, you know, he if he starts shooting good from three, he can definitely pay off his price tag. But Overall, I don't have a ton of interest um, in this game. Serge Ibaka, he's come back. He's just not playing enough minutes. Um, uh, he, I'm pretty sure that they assigned him to the G League. I, I think I saw a report about that earlier today. Um, so he he probably not even going to be active from this game. Um, so not too worried. I'm not even worried about Ibaka at all. Uh, that's kind of it. I mean, again, three-game slate. The football podcast will be up later today. I'm going to play the morning grind game, and then um, we'll get out of here. This is a it's one of the slates where I'm going to try to find some props that I like and um, just build one DFS team and call it a day. Um, favorite play under 5K to 7X? I'll go Precious. Um, I already know that Birch is going to sit, and I know that Siakam is doubtful, so I'll go Precious uh, to go 7X on the cheap side. Over 8K to go under 5X, my bust today um, for expensive players. I think I have to go Sabonis going up against Rudy Gobert. He really hasn't had like ceiling games here recently. It's the second end of a back-to-back. So I'm going to go Sabonis as my bust today. My favorite 6X play today, it has to be Andre Drummond. He's just been absolutely crushing. And I mean, maybe he doesn't even get to 6X, but I think he is someone that for a slate like this, you just you play him um, and you deal with the price and the ownership. And and that's another thing like that I was talking about when it comes to this is going to be my let's get weird GPP player of the day. So I'm going to just tie it in together. But this is what I was talking about with like Gobert and Bam is Drummond should be someone that is very, very popular on the slate. So playing someone like Bam or Rudy Gobert should be super contrarian. Uh, so I don't mind that for tournaments and I don't mind playing both of them. But if you're like me and you really like the value of Precious, then there's a good chance you're not going to get both of them. So should be a fun, 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 fun game here. Um, slate for a three-game slate um, ownership-wise. Uh, no bets out right now. I'll try to throw something up on scores and odds. Um, there was like three people on scores and odds today. I think it was Meansy, Luch, um, and Eric all had Ricky Rubio over 20 and a half. And if you watch Crunch Time, when they announced that Rubio wasn't starting, Grant got even more excited because the prop went down. Um, and it, you know, that actually hit my only, I only put one up on scores and odds today it was Dennis Schroeder over 20 and a half points and assists. And I'm pretty sure that hit. I haven't checked anything. Um, looks like it hit. Yeah, that hit. So there we go. Um, so if you haven't checked out scores and odds, the link is in the description of the podcast. Check it out. You know, a lot of us there were, let's see, let's see. There was two, four, six, eight, 10, 12, 14, 16 NBA bets on for today. So, I mean, again, if you, um, if you haven't checked it out, check it out. And, you know, a lot of people, a lot of people over there from the RG community that you'd be used to. Um, you know, so that's going to wrap it up. 
for Wednesday? Thursday. Thursday. <laughs> Just kidding. That'll wrap it up for Thursday. It's still Wednesday when I'm recording this. Um, again, the football podcast will be out later today. Check that out. Uh, good luck, everyone. See you guys again tomorrow.